What's good guys, welcome back to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. Once again, I am your host Charlie and today we're going to be taking a deeper look into the hormone cortisol. I seem to remember briefly mentioning cortisol in previous episodes, so I think the time has come for a more in-depth look. But before we begin, a massive thank you to our sponsor Shape. Shape are building ShapeScale, a 3D body scanning scale that will really help you with tracking your fitness progress, so definitely check it out at shapescale.com. And don't forget, we are on the Amazon Echo as well, so simply say, Alexa, play health and fitness fact of the day by 20 Minute Fitness to listen to these short episodes. But now let's take a deeper look at cortisol. So cortisol is often called the stress hormone because of its connection to the stress response. However, cortisol is much more than just a hormone that's released when we're stressed. It's one of the steroid hormones and it's made in the adrenal glands. So most cells within the body have cortisol receptors and the secretion of cortisol is controlled by the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland and the adrenal gland and together they're often referred to as the HPA axis. WebMD described cortisol as nature's alarm system. It works with certain parts of your brain to control your mood, your motivation and fear and it's best known for helping fuel your body's fight or flight instinct in a situation of crisis. So cortisol levels can fluctuate among individuals and in people at different times of the day. So normally cortisol is present in the body at higher levels in the morning and it's lowest at night and then the cycle will repeat daily. Most of our body cells have cortisol receptors so it affects many different functions in the body. The hypothalamus and the pituitary gland can really sense whether the level of cortisol in the blood is at the optimal level. So if the level's too low your brain adjusts the amount of hormone it makes and vice versa. Your adrenal glands pick up on these signals and then they fine-tune the amount of cortisol they release. The receptors, as I said there are many different cells in the body as well, also use the hormone in different ways and our needs for cortisol differ from day to day. So for instance, when your body's on high alert, cortisol can alter or shut down functions that get in the way. So that might include your digestive or reproductive systems or your immune system to really focus on releasing cortisol and giving you that fight or flight instinct. So the functions that cortisol might be involved in include helping control your blood sugar levels, regulating your metabolism, helping to reduce your inflammation and assisting with memory formulation as well and it has a controlling effect on salt and water balance and helps control blood pressure and in women it um, also supports the development of the fetus during pregnancy as well so it makes it a crucial hormone to protect overall health and well-being so where does the link with cortisol and stress come in they often hear oh no we've got dangerous levels of cortisol or increasing cortisol levels uh, in the body so where does this all come from well as your body perceives stress your adrenal glands as i said make and release the cortisol into your bloodstream and this causes an increase in your heart rate and your blood pressure and the hormone triggers a flood of glucose that supplies an immediate energy to your large muscles whilst also inhibiting insulin production so that glucose won't be stored but will be available for immediate use. It also narrows your arteries whilst another hormone epinephrine increases your heart rate so working together they force your blood to pump harder and faster as you confront that um that situation of conflict you might be in and so when you're in a constantly high-paced fast culture that's deeming or leading you to a lot of high stress this can lead to higher and more prolonged levels of cortisol in the bloodstream and obviously because of this constant blood pumping around your body faster your heart working faster uh, the narrowing of the arteries it can lead to some negative effects such as higher as I said higher blood pressure it could lead to impaired cognitive performance a decrease in muscle tissue lowered immunity and inflammatory responses in the body and also increased abdominal fat 
But why is this happening really? So the weight gain is often a result of your cells crying out for energy because you're using that energy from the glucose instantly. And so your body may send signals to your brain that you're hungry and you need to eat. So again, you, you, you keep eating as you're not having energy stored for later use. The constricted arteries and high blood pressure can lead to blood vessel damage and plaque buildup in your arteries. And this could set the stage for a heart attack or a stroke. But there are ways to take action. Obviously, see your doctor if you're having any symptoms of chronic or stress or you've had high levels of stress for a long period of time. Make sure you're aware and you reflect on whether you are stressful. Take time out of your day to manage this, whether that be through um, a mindfulness or breathing exercise or some form of physical exercise like yoga or even just going on a run. Ensure you're getting adequate sleep and if needed, take some time away and spend it with your friends and your family because all of this can contribute to lowering your stress levels and therefore lowering your cortisol levels to prevent all of the issues I've just laid out. So that's all for this week's folks. Now that we understand cortisol, hopefully when I mention it in future episodes, we'll have more of an idea about what it is and its influence in the body. So don't forget, we'll be back very soon with another episode. So I look forward to you all tuning in and catching you real soon.